Well, good morning, Father's House family. My name is Michael Collier, and it is my joy to share a devotion with you today. The last couple of weeks, I've been speaking about Joseph and his story in the book of Genesis. Um, and I'd like to pick out one particular verse and unpack a little bit about that today. Uh, we spoke about it uh, as a staff team last week, and it's from Genesis 41, verse 49. It says, Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain, like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping record because it was beyond measure. How many of us would like to shirk off the last two years of shrinking back, of locking down and staying away, and instead replace it with thinking and believing for more, for blessing, for moving forward, for opening up and making progress? Joseph had been locked down himself in a prison for two years, a little bit like us. He didn't deserve to be there and was there as a result of somebody else. And like us who are locked down from a pandemic, not of our own making, and Joseph was locked down for a period of two years. And last week I spoke about how God turned what was intended to harm Joseph into good for the saving of many lives. And I asked us to consider how God can turn that which perhaps we felt has been intended to harm us for good and for the blessing of others through our lives. And today I want to take that a, a step further. Pastor George uh, on Sunday in his sermon uh, spoke about Solomon asking God for a wise and discerning heart to administer what God had placed in, in his life and, or in, and in our lives uh, for us to ask God for a wise and discerning heart to administer what God has placed in our hearts. And uh, Joseph had something similar. Today, I want to encourage us, like Joseph, to hear God's promise from heaven and then to discern God's plan to implement the promise and then to believe for God's provision of blessing in and through those plans. I don't want us to get stuck uh, in the prison of self-preservation and survival. If Joseph had allowed his thinking to shrink to the size of his prison, he would never have got out. Instead, it was Joseph's trust in God, his believing for better and his abundant mindset. This thinking that led him from prison to the palace. And so today I want to encourage us, like Joseph, to change our thinking from prison to the palace, from self-preservation and shrinked, shrinking down and locked down to an abundant provision mindset for, bless, for blessing of the Lord so that others would be blessed through our lives as well. You see, the same promise that God gave Abraham, Isaac and Joseph, Jacob rather, he gave to Joseph as well. So to all of the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, God had promised that he would have descendants uh, more than the sand of the seashore beyond measure. And here we read the same language as a blessing to Joseph that the grain was beyond it uh, was more than the, the grain on the, uh, more than the sand on the seashore rather beyond measure. And so I want to take three principles for us to apply from the scripture into our lives. Firstly, I would like us to hear God's promise. Joseph had to hear God's promise both for his own dream but also for the interpretation of Pharaoh's dream. He, he had a promise to hang on to. 
And I want to ask us if we have created space or whether we are creating space in our lives to slow down enough and silence the noise enough so that we can hear God's promise from heaven, so that we have a promise to hang on to. Are we making space to read scripture and God's promises in scripture so that we know what we are hanging on to like Joseph knew? Secondly, God's plan. Joseph relied on the Spirit of God to implement a practical plan for the working out of the promise God had given him. Are we allowing the Lord to place within our hearts a practical plan to implement the promise that he has given us? Many of many young Christians say, oh, I believe the Lord's spoken a word over my life. And, and that's great that they have this promise from God. But then oh, we need to take it to the next step and have a practical plan. Joseph had the promise from God about the seven lean years and the, or the seven abundant years and the seven lean years to follow. And then he had a practical plan of what to implement to ensure that many people were blessed in spite of the seven lean years. And I want to invite us this morning to have a practical plan to implement God's promise in our life. And perhaps that looks like serving at church, serving on a Sunday. Perhaps that looks like attending church or perhaps that looks like joining a small group or hosting a small group or doing a Bible study. Some practical plans to grow us closer to God and grow us more into the people God has called us to be so that we can see his promise come to fruition in our lives. And finally, God's provision. Joseph saw God's provision of blessing um, as was promised to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The promise that he had received, he saw the provision of that promise through the practical implement, implementing of the plan God had given in his life. And this morning, I want to encourage us to believe that we will see the provision of God's promise through the practical implementation of the plan God has placed in our lives. God's provision is so much more than we can even ask or imagine. But if Joseph never built the barns, he would have had no way to store the grain. And then when he did do that, the grain was beyond measure. He even stopped counting. And so today I want to encourage us to make space in our lives so that we can receive God's blessing beyond measure, which first and foremost is his presence by his spirit within us through his son, Jesus. First, he puts his name on us. That is the ultimate blessing. And then there are practical blessings that flow from that. So this morning's encouragement, uh, like Joseph, is to hear God's promise over our lives, to implement a practical plan to see that promise come to fruition and then to believe for God's provision in that promise and in that plan. I hope that this is encouraging to you this morning. Uh, let us commit this to the Lord in prayer. So Father, we thank you for your faithfulness toward us. Thank you that you are our generous Father who knows all that we need and gives it to us generously. Thank you for your kindness and your love towards us, Lord. Thank you that you are for us and not against us. Thank you that you give us promises to hold on to, to hold firm. Thank you, Father, that you give us a practical plan to implement by your spirit, giving us the wisdom, a wise and discerning heart like Solomon to, dis, to administer that which you have placed in our lives. And we thank you that you are our provider and that the provision is from you, that we do not get caught up in the blessing, but the one who provides the blessing. May our gratitude always be to you, Father. May we hold on always to you and not just to the blessings which come and go, but the one who gives the blessings. That is the true blessing, to know you and to have your hand upon us and your presence within us. 
And so we thank you for this in Jesus' wonderful, perfect and precious name. Amen.